Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Friday, January 20th in the year 2023. Always good to be on Friday. Fridays are a nice day. It reminds you that you've survived yet another week of insanity and that the aliens have not arrived yet. The body snatchers haven't grown up in your backyard like little flowers crawling out. If you've seen that movie, it's a good one. Poltergeist hopefully isn't active in your home. And the great news is, yep, Joe Biden is still president. That's ah, is great. You thought you were going to get off on that one, didn't you? Not a chance. And so for that reason, you must be prepared because the lunatics are running the, the asylum. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Pew, pew, that's it. You want one of those. You want one of those little laser pew, pew things in your home. Practice your discipline and your sight, your sighting and your trigger discipline and all those good things, things we hope we never have to use, but you never know who might come knocking at your door. But with one person that won't come knocking at your door is former Gabonese ambassador. I didn't even know what Gabonese is. I guess it's a country. He was the former Gabonese ambassador to the United States. He suddenly dropped dead in a cabinet meeting, suffering from a heart attack. Isn't that strange? Why? Oh my, oh, my. I wonder if he took the vax. Amazing. But you know, something else that's really amazing is it's the creative capacity of, that exists at the World Economic Forum. I just want you to hear this amazing entertainment that they let their audience suffer through today. I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> that, that was their entertainment today. Hope you enjoyed that. That was nice. <laughs> Someone just put up in chat, mating call. That's probably it. I think that probably is the, like the lizard head alien mating call. That's pretty good. I'll tell you, these people never cease to amaze me. Now, the Las Vegas School District has been sued by parents for unlawful grooming and abuse of minors. But the Las Vegas School District claims that children had a choice not to participate. After one of the parents tried to speak in the mic to read the exact script the children were being read to in the classroom, they shut the mic off because they said it was inappropriate for adults. You know, these people are, they are as evil as it gets. And I will only say it this way. If you didn't listen to last night's show on Fishers of Men, I would encourage you to because it is a really important historical story about the black robe regiment. But the one thing that was consistent in all of that is when the pastor said, pick up your arms, we're going, the congregations followed. These lunatics in the schools are lucky 
in this moment in time that we don't have pastors, at least not many of them, that are saying, pick up your arms and let's go finish this. Because by rights, these people need to be expelled by force. That's our duty in the Constitution. Now, one thing to be aware of, because it's happening in my county and I'm not happy about it, we are getting this big push now with getting license plate readers put in rural roads. If you haven't heard about this, pay attention. These license plate readers aren't your normal license plate readers. They're tied to some sort of artificial intelligence database so that when it reads the license, it runs your profile with any outstanding warrants and it immediately dispatches a 911 call to the sheriff's department to pursue you if you are in violation of anything. This is now how they're sort of managing underfunding and low manpower. And on the surface, people can argue that, like, well, it's great if we have Amber Alerts. Considering Amber Alerts are all part of the child sex trafficking network, probably not. But Amber Alerts, they're good, and it's good because the police can't be everywhere. Right, except that now every citizen is guilty until proven innocent. And it is, this is nuts. So you've got sheriffs that are excited about this. My sheriff in my county is apparently excited about it. I'm not excited about it for him at all for anybody in the county because this is all more about 1984 Orwellian nightmare that they're trying to roll in here, which we don't need more of, by the way. We have plenty of it, and the problem is it it's always, whatever I always said, this is the age of convenience. They sell technology to improve your lives, to make things easier. Now, in a weird thing today, our Karine, what is her name, Karine? Karine Jean-Pierre? Uh, what I don't even know what that name is. I mean, I, I, I can't even understand, like, I don't think it's, think it's intentional. She's a transgender anyway. She's the one that speaks at the podium every day, that lies constantly. Today, during the press brief, which was crazy, she literally, they were literally grilling her about the Biden stuff on the classified issues, and suddenly, just like that, just like that, <laughs> there was an outage on the feed. Take a listen to some of the garbage that she said. What does the president mean when he said no regrets? Because he's also said he takes very seriously the handling of uh, classified documents. So I'm unclear what he means about no regrets. So I'm not going to uh, comment further from what the president has said uh, yesterday. I think he uh, he laid out his thoughts. He was asked about it. He laid out his thoughts of whatever question he was asked. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get into specifics, or I'm not going to uh, go beyond what the president has said. But I will reiterate from here uh, that uh, and basically what he said to 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 all of you many times at this point that he does indeed take classified information and seriously he does indeed take classified documents seriously. I'm just not going to go beyond that. I would refer to. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, he takes them seriously, all right. He takes them seriously because the money he makes off of giving them access is quite profound. You know, hey, hey, Mr. President, I've got a million dollars for your campaign. Really? Can I get access to your garage? You betcha. Here's your code. You've gone on over there and rifle through all those classified documents to let me know if there's something you really like. Then we'll add you an extra fee for those certain things that they do want. Yeah, this is this is a corrupt government. Don't trust it. It's not going to clean up like you think. They're corrupt. And what really gets irritating is all these 
Trump and Q lovers that are like, yes, but, but you know, there has to be deals made. There's no damn deals with these people as far as I'm concerned. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. It's time for some spiritual warfare. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for yet another week that we've made it through successfully, blessed by you. And sitting on a Friday, which hopefully everyone's enjoying this Friday, just enjoying the, in sitting in the beauty of your love and your light in this amazing time as we watch the clowns perform on stage. And Father, this is truly where we begin our prayer today, which is really to focus in on the joy that's in this life, the joy that's all around us that we too often forget, that emphasis on joy rather than the low energy fields around us that want to drag us down and keep us in the pit and in the trenches. This world is truly a beautiful space. It's unfortunately having a bit of a problem of fungal rot between the toes, but we're going to correct that and we are correcting that. And part of the way we need to correct that is you have reminded us, Father, is to trust in you and to literally walk in love in this world to walk in the joy of the creation of all that you created around us, the beauty that's around us, the natural environments that sing and really speak volumes, to pray into that, to seek more of that. And let us not forget the importance of praying into that and enjoying all that you bring to us. Participating in the bounties of wealth that come from our gardens, and participating in the bounties of wealth that come from our relationships and friendships where we share in that love of Jesus participating in the bounties of wealth, of living and walking and breathing with you, Father, and all that that brings upon our lives. Let us be humbled and reflect deeply on all that has been provided, even in difficult times. And not everybody's in a a place where they would necessarily proclaim that it's a beautiful place. Some people are struggling with relationships. Some people are struggling with family. Some people are struggling with jobs and money. But Father, our prayers really are to settle in on the greater works of all of this. What this is meaning to, as we are refined in this lifetime, as we're given lessons, as we're given choices, and choices that aren't always easy, but choices to make a decision to stand for what's right, even in the midst of a, a storm, even in the midst of haters, even in the midst of deniers. And all of that strength knowingly coming from you, Father. It gives us that courage to step into each day and know that as we, the more that we step into that place, the more that we rise above the problems and the more that we're able to walk truly closer to kingdom. This world is wrought with landmines and tripwires. And it's up to us to navigate and also to simply overcome. We are surrounded in our media with liars and cheats We are surrounded in our political institutions and in our corporate institutions with liars and cheats. We have a society that has become morally bankrupt, quite literally finds the wealth it gains for itself more important than the benefit of the many. And while we're not advocating in any way for some sort of socialist redistribution of wealth, we do as a culture, as a nation, as a world, 
need to start caring for one another in a greater way. And that when we start to accept that and start to accept that the miracles of this world are coming from a supernatural God, Father, they're coming from you as the supernatural God, as the God of hosts, as the one God, as we truly start to understand the greaterness of all of that, most of what's around us begins to melt away. And so we pray for that wisdom. We pray for that strength. We pray for that grace and temperance that comes from that type of a walk. To be so solid and so grounded within the body of Christ that as we walk, people feel it more than they can speak it. That they can witness something that they don't necessarily understand, but they will be drawn to. Not that they're drawn to us, but rather they're drawn to the light of Christ. We're at such a time now when the words on many just fall short. It's as if we're speaking on different frequencies and we're speaking past each other. We speak truth, they hear conspiracy. We speak truth, they hear lies. And this is the sad state of the father of lies of what he's done to so many. So we, we are praying right now, Father, for those supernatural aspects of our lives to be awakened. That ability to walk within the body of Christ in such a profound way that just the presence of Jesus moving through us disrupts these hardened hearts. There are many that need to turn to you. And we're at a critical time right now. Things are moving quickly. And there are many, many still asleep and willfully asleep, not wanting to be shaken from their slumber. And yet they must be. At least to the point where they can make the choice on free will. We know very well that this is not about mandating. That would be Satan's play. This is not about dictating a love for you. That would be Satan's play. Rather, this is about making a choice with our own free will of whether we would want to be with you or not. Sadly, so many have had such a distorted view of who you are, the greatness of all you are, Father God, and such a distorted view of who our Savior, Jesus Christ, is, that they've been channeled to make decisions based on false premises. So, Father, our prayer today then resolves itself through this. May we be those agents of change that disrupt the programming, that disrupt the propaganda, that allow people to break from these confines and restrictions, these prisons of the mind, so that they can then make a choice based on equal information, full disclosure, and decide whether they want to be with you or whether what they really truly want to be with the father of lies. Some will remain, most will return to you, Father. We know that. And so our prayers are to let us be those powerful agents of change through you, with you, and with the power of Jesus around us and the Holy Spirit flowing through us, that we may be those disruptors of the fathers of lies' plans and be the force that forces people to open their eyes and see clearly to make a decision that is just and true to their heart. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I think that's one of the most frustrating things for me is not that so many people are asleep. It's that they've been lulled to a deep sleep, sadly. And they are in such a coma that they're no longer even able to hear frequencies well. Duncan did his show, I guess it was last night or night before, and one of the two um, on Kilted Christian, and I, I know the material he was using because I sent it over to him originally. 
And it was a, it's about this energies of spirals uh, that we're going through right now, the overlapping forces that are competing, like two realities on top of one another. It's really good piece. If you get a chance to go back and listen to it, I'd highly recommend it. Um, Cause he and I talked about it at length over the last couple of days. It's a really amazing theory that was sent to me by, by Dr. Lee Merritt. And I think it gives some real science. I will use the term like science math framing to the insanity that we're dealing with. It's very scripturally grounded. I was really impressed. So good piece. It's basically in, in a simple sense, we've been riding two parallel worlds, one on top of the other. And we're starting to see this, which you've heard me refer to it as bifurcation. But there's a, there is a division, dividing that's happening. And the time is running short. And, this, and I'm not pointing this as Armageddon, end of the world revelation. This is just a separating of where we stand in the spiritual space. It's the threshing floor is what we're dealing with. And I do think that there's a pressing moment upon humanity to make decisions of where do you want to be. And you have to make these decisions soon because the clock is ticking. Father's hand is moving. And he is, and there is going to be a consequence for those that refuse to come over. And, or by choice of free will, think that they're going to find their glory in, in some sort of fake heaven with their fake God and their two-bit little baphomet thing so those are good things to pray on too to help shake people out of their slumber our prayers are more powerful than we i think we give ourselves credit they're significant in this time you know just doing some things today and just reflecting on how much god has provided in my life and how far he's taken me and how unexpected many of these junctures have been god is a is powerful he's mighty he takes care of us and, and it's not about material things, and it's not what I'm referring to. It's, it's the whole journey of awakening and opening our hearts deeply to him, which is something that 12,000 employees at Google are now going to want to seek and find because they just got fired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but I am. Because the great empire of do no harm that turned out to be Satan's little whore now has had to admit that they're going to release 12,000 employees. Huh. That's uh, something. The question we need to ask is how is that possible? And my guess is because artificial intelligence is probably taking over. And that's disturbing in itself. Interesting as well, Boeing is back in the news. They're, they're being charged with uh, fraud conspiracy charges around the 737 MAX aircraft, which has had numerous accidents. And this is, again, going to dig into probably the corruption of the military-industrial complex and the whole industries of science, which are just so cr- deeply corrupted. We have a lot of problems in this nation. And we also know that there's a lot of interesting things happening in the banking world. The one thing I will say, and I, I mean this, be very aware that the banking world, the whole country is being rewired right now. Supply chains are being rebuilt. The banking system is being rebuilt from bottom up. And the problem we're having is nobody is giving us any clue what is supposed to be happening. They're just telling you like, you know, oh, they're giving you one direction and the other direction, but nobody wants to get to the core of this. So for those that are hanging on to Nasera Jacera, that's garbage. Just telling you that's a, that is a new world order plot to get you hooked on a UBI and then tie you to a digital currency. There's no easy way out of this. 
the way out of this is through our walk in faith, which gives us the greatest reward as we make it through this life and we build up our wealth and our riches in heaven for the things that we do here for one another. But the fact is that this system that we are in is being re-engineered and rewired before our very eyes. Nobody is telling us what it is. We have no seat at that table, and yet somehow, one way or the other, you're supposed to trust the plan. Greatest irony of all of this is that we have the World Economic Forum telling us more detail on what's going on than the supposed white hats. That's a little weird. I always get suspicious when these things happen. But we know there are strange anomalies happening. We understand that. I may have already mentioned this. Katie Hobbs, did I already mention that? That she showed up with a boot at the airport with Kamala Harris? That's a weird one. And boot is the one where we have a broken leg. We've seen this before. She's now showed up at the airport with in pictures with Kamala Harris wearing her boot, which is interesting. So maybe that means something good. Maybe she's going to join the Gabonese ambassador. <laughs> that wouldn't bother me at all. We, we have some treachery, and these people are truly evil in so many ways. But all that said, in spite of the fact that the chief operating officer of Twin Cities also suddenly died, all these elites just keep dropping dead. You would think, this is the part that's quite puzzling. You would think if they were deploying the bioweapon, the vax, that they would want to save their own. I'm going to play this piece again tonight. This is a Tucker piece. This is pretty amazing. Talk about a rewrite of history. This is how we'll close today. Take a listen to this. So if you want to understand, if you really want to understand how the American government actually works at the highest levels, and if you want to know why they don't teach history anymore, one thing you should know is that the most popular president in American history was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yet somehow, without a single vote being cast by a single American voter, Richard Nixon was kicked out of office and replaced by the only unelected president in American history. So we went from the most popular president to a president nobody voted for. Wait a minute, you may ask. Why didn't I know that? Wasn't Richard Nixon a criminal? Wasn't he despised by all decent people? (laughs) No, he wasn't. In fact, if any president could claim to be the people's choice, it was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was reelected in 1972 by the largest margin of the popular vote ever recorded before or since. Nixon got 17 million more votes than his opponent. Less than two years later, he was gone. He was forced to resign. And in his place, an obedient servant of the federal agencies called Gerald Ford took over the White House. How did that happen? What's well, a long story, but here are the highlights, and they tell you a lot. Richard Nixon believed that elements in the federal bureaucracy were working to undermine the American system of government and had been doing that for a long time. He often said that. He was absolutely right. On June 23, 1972, Nixon met with the then CIA director, Richard Helms, at the White House. During the conversation, which thankfully was tape recorded, Nixon suggested he knew, quote, who shot John, meaning President John F. Kennedy. Nixon further implied that the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination, which we now know it was. Helms' telling response, total silence. But for Nixon, it didn't matter because it was already over. Four days before, on June 19th, the Washington Post had published the first of many stories about a break-in at the Watergate office building. 
Unbeknownst to Nixon and unreported by the Washington Post, four of the five burglars worked for the CIA. The first of many dishonest Watergate stories was written by a 29-year-old Metro reporter called Bob Woodward. Who exactly was Bob Woodward? Well, he wasn't a journalist. Bob Woodward had no background whatsoever in the news business. Instead, Bob Woodward came directly from the classified areas of the federal government. Shortly before Watergate, Woodward was a naval officer at the Pentagon. He had a top-secret clearance. He worked regularly with the intel agencies. At times, Woodward was even detailed to the Nixon White House, where he interacted with Richard Nixon's top aides. Soon after leaving the Navy, for reasons that have never been clear, Woodward was hired by the most powerful news outlet in Washington and assigned the biggest story in the country. And just to make it crystal clear what was actually happening, Woodward's main source for his Watergate series was the deputy director of the FBI, Mark Felt. And Mark Felt ran, and we're not making this up, the FBI's COINTELPRO program, which was designed to secretly discredit political actors the federal agencies wanted to destroy, people like Richard Nixon. And at the same time, those same agencies were also working to take down Nixon's elected vice president, Spiro Agnew. In the fall of 1973, Agnew was indicted for tax evasion and forced to resign. His replacement was a colorless congressman from Grand Rapids called Gerald Ford. What was Ford's qualification for the job? Well, he had served on the Warren Commission, which absolved the CIA of responsibility for President Kennedy's murder. Nixon was strong-armed into accepting Gerald Ford by Democrats in Congress. Quote, we gave Nixon no choice but Ford, Speaker of the House Carl Albert later boasted. Eight months later, Gerald Ford of the Warren Commission was the President of the United States. See how that works? So those are the facts. Not speculation, all of that actually happened. None of it's secret. Most of it actually is on Wikipedia. But no mainstream news organization has ever told that story. It's so obvious, yet it's intentionally ignored. And as a result, permanent Washington remains in charge of our political system. Unelected lifers in the federal agencies make the biggest decisions in American government and crush anyone who tries to rein them in. And in the process, our democracy becomes a joke. One of the best laydowns of corruption we have in our government using Nixon, and Nixon is an interesting case study as it is. Patriots, hope you have a blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion 
that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 